I want to talk to you about how you can build a six-figure coaching business using one social platform. Before we hop in, I want to break a few things down. If you have a £2,000 offer, you only need to win four or five clients because six figures a year is only 8.3k a month. So if you've already got a couple of clients coming in each month, you're not that far away. And when you look at four clients spread over 30 days, that's only one client a week. And even with a one in five closing ratio, which is way below industry standard, you only need on average one call a day to meet that 8k a month goal. So a lot of the time, people think they need help with sales, but they actually just need help with getting calls in the diary. They're focusing on a sales problem when the actual problem is generating leads. And there are loads of ways you can generate leads, but I'm going to talk about what I believe is the best way, using organic content. Now, I see a lot of people turning on ads far too early on in the journey and not getting results, which is why at the start, organic is without a doubt the best way to go. With organic, not only are you not paying through the nose for expensive Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube ads, which are getting more and more expensive by the day, but you're also building a genuine audience. Ads are very much transaction-based, all right? You pay money to make money. Organic content is much more relationship-based. You post content, grow an audience, and meet people, some of whom you sell to. And until you're at that 20 to 30K a month mark, I'd suggest sticking with organic. That audience you're building will stand the test of time. Ads don't. So we've established the route, but how do we begin? It might be best to start talking about what not to do. Don't go and build a website. Don't spend ages building a course and don't go and kit your office out with loads of fancy gear and equipment. At the start, it all comes down to spending time in the trenches habitually. That means every day showing up, posting content, having conversations and networking. And to make it a habit, we need to make sure we have time set aside. So step one, design your time. There are two things that matter at the start, having time to create content and having time to generate leads. I recommend four to six hours to create content and then on average, two hours a day to speak to people and interact with them on your platform. So put this time in your diary and pause this video and do it now. Step number two is creating your offer. So with coaching, you either want to have a one-on-one -on -one offer or a group-focused offer. If you're just starting out, selling your time one-to-one -one is probably the best way to go. But if you already have a few clients, you can consider the switch to a group model. But for either, it's no use building something that's not been tested. So whilst you're online and you're interacting with your network and your potential clients, ask them questions. Find out what's valuable to them. What are they stuck with? What are their desires? Where do they want to go? Once you know this, you'll have more scope to create an offer and the content you create to promote it. The actual coaching that you provide isn't going to be the only thing that's valuable to your clients. So I'd look at other ways in which you can increase the value of your offer as well. Things like course access and materials like cheat sheets, guides and video tutorials, a community platform like Slack, Facebook groups or Discord, DM access or voice notes on apps like Voxer. All of these additional extras enhance the experience and increase the chance of success for the end buyer. And you don't even need to have them all built. One of the best things I did was introduce these elements one at a time, building the plane whilst I flew it. Because the number one mistake I see coaches make is trying to build everything first before they've sold it. And it feels safer this way, but I promise you, you are losing money. Step three, set up your core systems. Once you have a strong concept for your offer, it's a good idea to make sure you're set up to actually sell it. And to do this, I recommend three core systems, Calendly, Zoom, and Stripe. Calendly to allow potential clients to book in with you, 
Zoom to host the sales and the coaching calls, and Stripe to actually take payments. Now with Calendly, I recommend setting up two different call types. One for a 30 minute short coffee chat, and two for the sales calls that I just mentioned. The sales calls should have qualifying questions that you can ask to people before they're able to book in, and the coffee chat should be question free and just be a link that you're able to fire out to people behind the scenes. No sales involved in a coffee chat, unless the person wants to be sold to, of course. Now, step four, double down on content, engagement, and outreach. Now we've got everything ready, we now need to focus on the time that we've put in our diary. Content, engagement, and outreach that encourage those call bookings. Now for content, we know all of our audience's pains, challenges, and desires, so we create valuable content that's gonna help them solve those problems and also paint a picture of what success looks like too. We can also post about our own journey, successes, failures, personal opinions, mindset shifts, and obstacles we've overcome along the way. And we use this content to either get people to follow us, engage with us, or book a call. And it's really crucial here to talk about your offer rather than shine away from it. Be sure to reference it at least twice a week and make it nice and easy for people to actually be able to book a call with you. Have that Calendly link everywhere possible. It's also a really good idea to make a list of people who might be a good fit to work with you and also any big players or influencers with large followings in your space. Then you can go to their profiles and their content and leave your thoughts as comments underneath their posts. And what this is gonna do is attract more attention. You're essentially hijacking their audience to take them from that person's posts and bring them to yours or to your profile. Now, for anyone that engages with your content, start conversations with them. Don't pitch them, just chat to them. And if they fit the bill, suggest a call. If you aim to send 20 to 50 DMs every single day, you will have calls booked in the first month. Don't just focus on singular days though. Remember, we have this time in our diary, two hours minimum. So be sure to use it because the work that you put in now will pay off in the next 60 to 90 days. Step five, qualification. When people visit your Calendly link, they'll have a few questions that they have to answer before they're able to hop on a call with you. And you can use these questions to ascertain whether this person is actually in a position to buy or not. Now, you might get some rubbish through the door. We all do. And most gurus out there will tell you to ignore and cancel all these calls. However, at the start, I recommend hopping on calls with everyone and anyone, qualified or not. And yes, it might sound like a waste of time, but what we're gonna hope to do here is refine and practice our pitch. Get our brains and our mouths used to talking about our offer. That way you get to practice a pitch, but you also get to solidify whether your offer has got legs. So don't just cancel them all. Plus, if you do, you're kind of making an assumption that that person won't buy. And you have no idea whether they'll buy or not until you've had that call with them. So step number six, let's talk about the sales call. So there are a few things you need to do in order to run an effective sales call, and we can go quite in depth. We won't do that in this video, but I do wanna give you an idea of how I run mine. Firstly, I open up and I break the ice. I ask them questions about the location or something that they input on the Calendly form to just start the conversation going. But I don't spend too long on this, maybe a couple of minutes, because the next step is possibly the most important in the sales call, all right? Setting the frame or setting the agenda. Rather than letting the prospect lead the call, I tell them how it's gonna go. I say that the call's gonna last for 45 minutes and I'm gonna ask them a few questions to ascertain if we are a good fit to work together. 
Next, I go ahead and ask these questions about their current situation and their desired situation. What are they doing right now? What's working? What's not working? What's the motivation behind the call? What does success look like to them? Where do they want to be in the next 6-12 months? And in all of these questions, I'm looking for pain. Pain or blockers that are preventing this person from getting to where they want to be or doing this themselves. Once I find that pain, I'll ask deeper questions to probe and agitate it and twist the knife, essentially. Let's say someone's already worked with a marketing coach to try and get their emails sorted and it just didn't work out, as an example. I'll ask why it didn't work out and I'll also ask what the impact has been, what the implications and the consequences of that not working out have been. Because probing the pain points and twisting that knife gives us more ammunition to fire back when we present our offer or have to answer questions or handle objections. And I'll hover around this stage for as long as it takes until I know I've ticked a few boxes and I've got something I can use as that ammunition. Once I've asked a few of these questions, I will have determined whether this person is a good fit to work with or not. If they are, I ask them if they'd like to hear more about the offer. I don't just jump in and start pitching them. I ask them. And no one ever says no to this, all right? It's a safe question. So next, I break down the offer, but I do it in a very, very specific way. I don't talk about how many calls they get or the fact that our course is built in Teachable or the fact we've got a private Facebook group. Why? Because those things aren't going to make people want to buy. What does make them want to buy is the assurance that I can help them overcome the pain they've just described to me. So I talk about the big outcome first and the framework I've put together for this is called promise, pillars and parts. The three P's, the three things in a specific order that describe the offer. The promise is the big outcome that they can expect after working with me, where they'll be during and after the six months. The pillars are the main subjects or the topics or the milestones that we cover. For us inside Content to Clients, it's three things. It's offer, marketing and sales. And I take a bit of time here to describe each of these in detail and also describe the pitfalls they'll avoid by doing it the way that we suggest. And then lastly, parts. Parts are the deliverables, things like the course and the private Facebook group. Now, most people aren't too concerned about these things. They're far more interested to see if we can help them and how we can help them, not by the bells and whistles. So once I've finished the promised pillars and parts, I'll ask what questions they have. I'll answer these and then I'll hit them with the price and be quiet, okay? No noise. I don't ramble. I tell them the cost and then zip. This gives them chance to mull it over. And it also doesn't sound like I'm justifying, defending or trying to explain why we have such a price for this program. Obviously, they may have questions or objections at this stage. And I run through those one by one until each one is covered. I'm going to drop another video actually very soon on objection handling because it's such a massive topic and we're not going to get into it here. But this is a general flow of a sales call. And once this person's agreed, we'll just take the payment using Stripe on the call. Lastly, we move on to delivery. And again, this is another really, really big topic. But as soon as that payment is received in our Stripe account, I'll onboard the client immediately. And it's really crucial to give them something here, either access to something or the date of a first call, something that they can look forward to that isn't too far in the future. If they just paid you a load of money and don't get anything to show for it pretty quickly, that'll enhance the chance of buyer's remorse and they may regret or start to regret their decision. And your delivery will obviously depend on what your offer is. But make sure that you show up on time, make sure that you listen to clients and make sure that you hit all the agreed deadlines. There's nothing worse than a coach who overpromises and under delivers. And believe me, there's a lot of them out there. And if you want to find out more about how we help our clients win more clients online using Instagram and using LinkedIn organically, you can watch this video here where we go in deep.